what? Okay. What? Uganda's if you're our summer to take home. some photos with some celebrities, that's what we'll be. In Uganda. We'll see? God confidence. Catch us there. Jack, Jack line. Um, Jack Arline, two five six. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that soft voiced girl? Who is that? Who's that soft core girl speaking right now? Tara, this is you. Come on. Oh, oh, oh I was like, I was like you guys were all like, "Is it me?" Fuck no, Tara. Go yeah, ahead. I was like, not me. Hi guys, my name. Is See, soft core. You hear it? And actually, Taylor, I'm glad you say that because I think my complex is cottagecore lesbian. And I don't really know what to do about it. She's anymore, she's like just That's very correct. all she is is from Oregon and bye. <laughs> oh yeah, literally. That's all my. That's my whole personality. And <gasps> and um, I'm a senior at BU as well. Run me my wow. money. Rent the terrier. I don't really know what to say. Like I'm a voice. Rent the I'm terrier. A local performance major. Your major is so it, cool. Fuck a dog. If it's not rent, I'm not here. <laughs> if it's uh, not Rhett, I Rhett and I breathe. shared so many memories together. Yo, that motherfucker looked like he could not breathe. Two lazy eyes. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like, looking at you exactly. out the sides of his eyes. Yes. Um, <laughs> he had both his eyes on the lookout, bro. I think all the listeners need to know about me. Um, I'm like a Little Caesars pizza. I'm hot, and I'm ready. And that's it. Oh! Caesar's pizza? That's kind of boring. I gotta say, I've never had a Caesar's pizza before, so I don't know. I have had Little Caesar's pizza before. It's really bad. I'm a Pizza Hut girl. I really fuck with Pizza Hut. I've never had Pizza Hut or Little Caesar's. You just called yourself a shitty pizza? No, I said, like Little Caesar's (laughs) pizza. I didn't, I I said, I'm hot and I'm ready. That's all you That's the only two things. I'm not good. I'm like, I'm not good. But I'm here. There you go. There you there go. There we go. There we go. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm about it. Okay. Is that? Oh, you didn't introduce yourself. You just said that Jaylen. you're Napoleon. You didn't introduce yourself. I'm Napoleon. My name is Jalen. I'm. I just. Brenda, what is that? Yo, it's conjoined chicken nuggets. Is it the spicy one? What do you think? Huh? Is it the spicy one? What do you think? Is this the site I'm on? What do I think? Wait, are you having the, spi- the spicy one? Well, I put my volume up thinking that it was a volume, and it's just, I'm bicultural, and I don't understand <laughs> my friends. Um, I haven't tried the spicy, let me... Oh! She making a face right now, she making a face. Okay. Not it's spicy, good? but McNuggets slap regardless. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I have a yeah. little, there's a little kick. I felt something in my tush. It's a little... There's a little bit of you in there. A little bit of you in there. Okay, yeah, but I'm Jalen. I'm living in my fucking parents' basement right now. She's still not 22, which is extremely upsetting. I'm I'm not. Oh my god, my birthday's in November. (laughs) Yeah, Brenda's a year younger than me in school, but I'm older than. No, but she's older than me in life. Um, Yeah, I was a film and TV major, and I graduated. So racism at its finest. I'm older than you, but you're farther ahead in life than me. What does that say about our system? (laughs) It says it's racist. But yeah, that's, I guess that's my defining factor. I'm an artist. I want to do that. And we'll figure that out later. Taylor looks bomb right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was a computer science major. You are it's weird because like, we, don't, we don't have oh, that yeah, defining thing Oh, yeah, I'm a computer anymore, science you know? major. But now I just kind of like... 
<laughs> play video games. Bye, bro. Maybe I'll become a professional gamer. Stay on the lookout. She codes in real life. Yo, make a Twitch, Twitch account. Stream. Make you a Twitch, Twitch account. Stream. That's what everybody's saying. That's what everybody's saying. I've been dealing with such upsetting people. This kid told me to go make him a sandwich. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this little boy told me to go make him a sandwich. Oh, oh on on Val. <laughs> I was like, did someone on the street just tell that to you? No, I it was someone on my team. It was someone on my team. We hate those bitches, bro. I was like 12. Out. What do I say mm-hmm. to a 12 year old? Suck, Suck your mother's toes. That's what you say to a 12 year old. Exactly. Don't you got a curfew? So, to kick it off, you guys want to do some little questions? Let's get yeah. back. Okay, so I Let's thought I would look up some questions about quarantine and just to move things along oh a little God. bit quicker. Um, I'm going to make. You guys all choose a number between one and four. So, Tara, you go first. Three. Three? Okay. Um, What is something that you have realized that you don't really need in quarantine? Clothes. I like to be (laughs) naked. That's Um, bullshit. No, I think, actually, on the real, on the real, I do not need to be spending as much time as people. Wait, as much oh. time with people. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> On the real, fuck people. Honestly, yeah. I think that's my biggest takeaway is like, I'm by my own. I mean, with you guys, obviously. Obviously. But Obvious, yeah. You needed to slide that in there. I was getting a little insecure for a second. Oh, don't worry. Um, I love you very much, my Pisces. When I was um, reading that question, it's so funny. With the headphones on, I can't hear myself. When I was reading um, that question before, I was thinking, like, the only thing I can think of is, like, a gym. Because I always used to think that I needed to go to the gym to work out. And, like, now I don't. Chloe Honestly, Tang. I'm doing better without the gym, to be honest. Yeah, I think me I work too. harder at home. Me too. In the gym, the weights give me an illusion that I'm doing something, but then I don't really do that much. I I completely see. I completely see. Yeah. I, I see your point. <laughs> I see your question. point. Good question. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jay, choose a number. Wait, one, one, two, or four? Four. Okay. What is the last thing that you experienced that made you laugh and the last thing that you experienced that made you cry in quarantine? Oh my god, yesterday. So, TMI Mama, period. I was watching a bunch Same. of mukbangs. Oh my god, really? <laughs> so is Brenda. So is Brenda. Yeah, period. And I was watching a bunch of mukbangs of Ricky Thompson eating McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, all these different foods, and he is the why do you think I got Korean fried chicken? I'm getting McDonald's after really? because of those videos. High key though, the spicy chicken nuggets from McDonald's are amazing. That's what I'm getting. They're That's amazing. what I'm getting. I'm breaking my pescatarian today because They're I'm fighting myself. They're way better than the original. I swear. Cap. Okay. No cap. I'm going to get that after the podcast. No cap. I'm going to do that. Okay, no okay. cap. I'm sorry. So did you even answer the question? Oh yeah. So Ricky Thompson uh, made me laugh really fucking hard and then cried Um. You know, my family made me cry, but another episode. Someone else go. <laughs> all right, all right. Brenda, one or four? I wanted to pick seven. I wanted okay, to pick so seven as well. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you number four then. Um what's something that you miss that surprises you and what's something that you don't miss that surprises you? Okay. Um I something that I don't miss. 
that okay that surprises me is 90% of my friends I just you know cut and print cop control all delete like I'm dead you just I feel like I've grown so much as a person and I feel like I was a lot of people's everything but no one was my everything like that so I'm like what kind of except for Buddhang except for Buddhang beautiful disclaimer and something that I missed that I didn't realize that I would is bro my family yeah like, I was the oldest of five that's really I was always tweaking at home and now I'm kind of obsessed with them nigglets yeah they're oh, so, so cute. cute shout out no, to Kieran shout, shout out to Kieran dude they can never listen to the podcast or Chloe Kieran so. FaceTimes Brenda in the most random times and he just like he's like he's like hey Brenda <laughs> <laughs> Karen could become TikTok famous. Tell me not. We should start a TikTok really for him. Could. I would be down. Exploit him. Exploit Change it up. Exploit him. Wait, Taylor, what's the last question? Okay, so the last question, I guess I'll take it, was just like, yeah. what's the easiest part? What's been the easiest part of quarantine? Mm. And honestly, the easiest part of quarantine has probably been like not having to stress about anybody that I'm living with because like Mm -hmm. I was like when it was when it was just us basically living together that was like harmony and I like it was I can't wait to move to LA Taylor there is like such a stress that comes to living with someone that you don't really want to be living with and like I totally feel like that has just been eradicated and like moving back home like here with Lily and Sarah has also just like been a dream it's been so nice and like just calm and like i feel like housing is a struggle that i often experience with my family and shit and like having to come back home to new york and like that has just been so nice that's awesome i'm like the opposite like coming home has been like i have i went from being super super comfortable and not stressing about living with the people i was living with in boston and then i come home and literally i have to like time out when i do certain things it's like to make sure extreme like no person should go through that yeah. yeah it's also because you're it's... living at home with your family and like yeah. like i said i'm lucky because i don't have to and i know that if yeah. i was it would be a lot harder but like it's props so to you sh- props to you living ho- yeah so we're just gonna recap the past few months since we've been gone um yeah we're guys, giving y'all the rundown happened? well giving y'all the 411 since we've been gone since you've been gone so basically we went to whiting maine W H I T I S. Oh my! I didn't even realize it was. It was I just. In, it was intentional. That's scary. It was extremely white. Yes. Like, it was Trump Nation. I've it's never feared for my life in America I like that. Swear to oh. God, we drove for like three hours straight. Every single house we passed. Had four, a four. It was four. literally four. We thought we got a house in Maine, an hour and a half away. Oh, it was a. No, it was a drive. Was five hours. Five hours. Five. It was like, five hours. The yes. drive was five hours, but there were three for solid three hours. hours. Yes. Where it was just every single house, Trump flag, America flag. And Tara and I were sitting in the front seat, and we made a note that like. If all of you guys, like, feel this way about Trump, and it's such a rural area where you're literally not seeing anyone but your four neighbors and the buttfuck me, yeah. you're sending that a message to the tourists. 
they don't got tourists i have no idea how the fuck we found this place but listen then what are they then what are, like what are you who are you showing that you're going for maine the lake that we were on was indian lake it was all very problematic (laughs) extremely problematic grocery store was like (laughs) tell the story i didn't go to the grocery store my ass knew to stay home i didn't have anyone else in town (laughs) we went to the grocery store store once and i was just like ooh, ooh. Mm. yeah it was it was you know i was shivering my timbering like i was It was we got a lot of looksies, didn't we? A lot of looksies, oh, a lot of anti anti maxer, oh anti masker. But we had a great time. But we had a great we time. We had a great time. The we went there because ever. we wanted to go crazy safely because we were in the middle of nowhere, so we took our precautions. Exactly. The house was incredible. Oh, the house was. I don't was, see houses like that. It was often. a family that mansion. House, it was a family size mansion. It was so oh funny because when we first got there, Brenda and Tara <laughs> ran in and they picked, like, they immediately picked, like, the best bedroom. And at that we, point, we I had only it. seen. We I had. It. I had only seen two bedrooms. I didn't realize that there was four in this house. And I thought I got so tight because I was like, y'all picked the best bedroom with the balcony and the TV and y'all got to put the rest of us, the four of us in these twin beds. Yeah, the room that I saw had two twin beds. I was like, these girls don't love us as much as they say they do. I was like, fuck. And then the the other rooms were amazing. Yeah. We all ended up sleeping in the same room. I didn't see. There was one night that me and Tom we're like we're we're gonna get up and go watch the sunset and then i took a nap for like an hour (laughs) oh sunrise sunrise and tara was alive but i Um, me and tara held up that entire first night it was me and tara are you joking you found no no, no, i'm talking about the second i'm talking about the second night no that was the first night jalen that was the that was the first i don't that was the first night what the fuck and you and like i was i there was no chance yeah no (laughs) chance i was going to sleep so like i was like yeah i'm gonna watch the sunrise and I was like, Taylor, you can come with me. But Taylor was comfy cozy. But Jalen... I was comfy cozy. I was Jaylen awake, but I was comfy shots, cozy. Like, she sh- yeah. like shoots up. She's like, I'm going. I'm going. And I, was like, I do you remember that. Go. I, I was like, you don't have to go. It was psychotic. I was just was like, incredible. you didn't even full commit. You didn't even full commit. And then, and then, she was and then I remember there. going down to the lake. Yeah, it was good. Like, there were so many bugs and stuff. And I was just sitting. I was vibing. So many mosquitoes. Jalen, I could just tell. She was like... This is beautiful, but can I go in? <laughs> yeah, they they were so excited for this sunrise, and I was just like, all right, maybe I'll fall asleep in the time they're gone. They came back two minutes later. I like <laughs> no, we no, saw no, the sunrise. I I came back. I literally went down to the lake, and Tara was having the time of her life, one with nature. I was like, this is really cute. Dude, and then I but sat there, there were OD bugs. Remember? Me I, Tara... I sat there for like three minutes, and then I heard all the bugs, and I no, was like, I'm like, going back in because it's so still and silent and dark. It's, it's kind of like creepy. a paranormal experience like being in a locked like black room with a million things which yeah i can see why it could make you paranoid but it was so blissful to be there at night especially it was crazy the stars were insane the stars were amazing we were really easy targets for murder it's crazy oh for sure and like we heard like wolves and stuff and like both, I mean, coyotes. Yeah, there were coyotes. Like we were really um, fucking far. We were like as far east as you can go. Like we were yeah, Nova Scotia almost. <laughs> Nova Scotia in the country, straight up. Yeah. yeah. 
but like it was, we could have stepped in candy. And then we tried. Oh my god! The second or third day, we tried to go look for some beaches, and like <laughs> the first, the first fucking location we pull up to was like some kind of like off the A record naval base. It was literally Area Fifty One. Oh it was, it was literally Area Fifty One. It was Area 51. I was just like, they've got aliens up here or some shit. They literally, all it said was beach. There was this huge fence right in the middle of the road. Like, we were like on our merry fucking way. On the map, though, it said beach. It said it was a beach on the map, and then we show up, and it was like a military base. And we were just like, okay, it doesn't look like, (laughs) maybe we gotta look for somewhere else. We go to this other motherfucking beach that has, it's full of rocks. It's rocks. Jumping spiders. There were jumping spiders underneath the rocks. I have so much arachnophobia. It's insane. And we tried to stay there, but these fucking spiders were just all over. I found some really beautiful rocks at that beach, and I wanted to keep them, but then at the end of the trip, all I thought about when I thought about those rocks were the spiders. So I was like, you know what? I think this is a bad omen. I'm not bringing them home, and I didn't end up bringing them home. And then we were like, fuck this. Tara's holding her bowl of rocks that she's collected over her time. Look at this. Look at her. Look at this. I miss my rock, Tara. There's a rock that Tara has that's like my Tara's my rock. Oh, like. that's cute. <laughs> but yeah, we went to Maine. That was like mid-July. And things, we stopped podcasting just because things got really hectic with our lives. Like me and Taylor moving. were figuring out like moving back home. There was a lot of shit going down with Socially, with the friend group. A lot of stuff. Like we with just had to roommate. figure it out. And then, yeah. 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 Oh, and Tara and Brenda just ended up going back to school. So they had to, how has it been, you guys? What has been going to school during coronavirus? Been, like, I hate it here. Yeah. Give me my BS and let me call it a day. Give me my BS Dead and eyes. stop the BS. This is my schedule. <laughs> There's so many post-it notes. Tara's holding up a piece of paper with a bunch of post-its on it. <laughs> like, no. and she's not even taking a full 16 credit. I'm quote. taking. Did I'm you schedule in like, some free time in there? Oh, I have about an hour, maybe a day, maybe there you go. to like eat poop. And for those who need to be reminded and poop in one hour <laughs> all it, it all tough. has to digest within a minute you're setting yourself up for failure <laughs> i was i so yeah it fucking sucks i gotta say like i love school so much and that's my only saving grace is the fact that i'm like okay my brain is activated and fucking learning thank god but i'm like every day is on the verge of a new mental breakdown because taking eight classes 14 credits. Eight. Doesn't make sense. That's insane. I'm in class, like, I'm in class, like, it's ridiculous, and I don't, I really, I'm, that's insane. Every semester, I'm just like, it's gonna be light. It's gonna be lighter. It's gonna be better. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Is, is next is. semester gonna be lighter? It better fucking be. Like, it, it's going to be, like, I, yeah. I won't, I, I can't, I just can't, like, yeah. this, is gonna, this yeah. semester is gonna kill me already. Tara's an opera major for those who don't know, so her classes yeah. are really intense. My yeah, hardest my hardest semester was definitely first semester senior year because I overloaded too and it took oh, yeah. up my entire life. But that's oh the thing. my god. Like, I've overloaded every semester except for this semester and I'm more stressed this that's semester. That's crazy. Oh, and got I, you. The online like, learning too for music especially must be really difficult. Oh my god, yeah. What is that? Yeah. Like? And like, oh, it's like I feel like I feel like in general a theme of my life right now is just like I hate how much personal accountability people have to have like because 
like the systems that are in place are not meant to like help people and this this is like this can go for a lot of things like this can be taken very broadly but also like on the micro level of just like a higher academic institution and it's really frustrating because like like I said, like, and I'm so engaged in all my classes and like, I love them all. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And so then like that puts me in a drive where like, I want to do my work. And I want to really be productive and stuff, A, B, and C, but yeah, I'm you're so, always like, I'm super passionate about out. your work. Yeah. 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 But I'm also like, I'm already super burnt out and it's a third week. Like we're about to start our like fourth Interest. week of school. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, I just want to give a gentle shout out. To one of our most loyal, loyal friends, Kenzie, for hooking me up with a sick Kenzie Joyce. Yes. Oh Kenzie, this is for you, baby. This is my wife. I love I her. I realized I was complaining about being back at school. However, my internships like make it definitely easier because also it's doing stuff that I was doing back home, so I have a little bit of routine. And Tara and I see each other like forty-five minute intervals throughout. I love that so much. I'm so glad you guys get to see each other all the time. Yeah. Because I miss you so much. Going from spending so much time with you guys to not seeing you at all has been really hard. It's weird. Mm -hmm. I feel the same. But am I breathing? No. I definitely feel the same way too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But can I I plug Brenda really fast? Um, Yeah. Yeah. My girl just got a fucking job at Boston Children's Hospital. Why didn't you tell us that? You know what? I'm pissed. Brenda! Oh, I'm Do we, like, 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 for after senior year? Oh, no, 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 no. no that would right be now. really fucking sick. But, that's like, that's awesome. Amazing. What are you doing? For I'm working on the neurology unit, like, assisting doctors with their charts and getting to, like, meet with patients and since a lot of them are that's some seizure, big brain work right there that's some big brain me. stuff i'm just trying to be tara sugar sugar mama while she runs our empire i'm <laughs> fucking dead that's what i'm supposed to be for fucking Jalen. so we're in this yes, together yes yes we, we are gonna do there it, it go. makes everything so much better in the long run to like do at least small projects like this with my friends because Mm-hmm. I'm overloading like a psychotic person. I have mm-hmm. two jobs, two internships. Mm-hmm. No father. I do get that father. bread. But, <laughs> get that head. No like Wait, daddy. No. <gasps> oh. Oh my god. What just happened? What just happened? Brenda said. It. Brenda said. I got two internships, two jobs, and no father. Yes, <laughs> that's how it should be, baby. I'm baby. here. I love that. Yeah, single Brenda's way more funner than in a relationship, Brenda. Podcast but, okay. know, but... Interlude? Interlude? Brenda, do you want to say it? Um, dear podcast, I got that bread, gave that head, and then left! Yeah. Get that bread, get that head, and then leave! Oh. Peace out! Cause Taylor had the man. Yeah, I'm... Full of shit podcast. No, <laughs> I'm See, dead full Taylor of shit. Taylor and I can't be in relationships at the same time. But it's kind yes, of this yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the that's the ongoing theory. Is Brenda and I can never be with the person we want to be with unless if the other person's in a relationship. That's so yeah. true. That's so, so true. That, it, it's been, we had a really nice, like, he just left today. He ended up extending oh, his trip really? that much. 
And it's been really nice. We've been chilling, hanging out, not fighting, which is really new good, and great. Good. Communicating a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think we're just like in a healthier oh, place. I'm good, still feeling good. it out. I don't feel like yeah. super romantic or anything, but I mm-hmm. also feel more like myself, which is really nice. That's yeah. so good. That's so That's good. lovely. Oh my god. Oh my god, we have to tell them that you went to speak to the Ugandan Senate. Okay, so, podcast, Brenda, <laughs> I have a theory that Brenda is going to end up just ruling Uganda one day by accident, because, so, <laughs> I don't, by accident, by accident, Only because, by, not intentionally, but by accident, she's just going to end up as, like, the fucking queen, <laughs> Brenda went to go speak to the fucking Ugandan Senate, explain to them how that happened, okay, well, <laughs> you guys are ten times fold more into it than I am, like, I genuinely was just Because it's the Senate! <laughs> it was... But it's not real. It's a third world, like, association in America. It's just a bunch of people who like politics and power. And so, my dad literally bought me a ticket to go to Maryland. And then I went with my aunt, but I was Liddy the entire time. But I loved Maryland, Baltimore. Dude, I don't even, like... I wasn't bored. Every time I went to a Ugandan event, I was just observing. And... <sighs> She had oh to give a God. speech. I thought you had to give a speech. I what winged give a speech it because I didn't care. <laughs> you winged it? I can't believe you. Oh, yeah, you told me that. I remember Oh, this. my God. Just the typical, oh, you know, first generation. Brenda's the most chaotic Libra. Brenda's <laughs> the most chaotic Libra I've ever encountered. And I'm the most fire, watery fire sign. I don't know. My mom's pretty crazy. <laughs> Shout out Auntie Susie. Auntie Susie. Mm-hmm. True. Auntie Susie! I think one thing that is so amazing about the three of these women podcast. Oh, this is Tara speaking, if you don't know my voice. I now. was like four! Four, this Tara! Is, I know, I'm, I was thinking I'm the speaking, same thing. I'm Affirmations! I'm my gals. I'm plugging my gals right now. I'm plugging my gals. These are the most I... multifaceted fucking human beings that no, I've ever fucking met. No, literally. None of us like, are in the same industry. None of us I are the know. same race. Okay? Race. We are not different from each other. Okay? I love it. I love it. I love the differences so much. It adds so much flavor with no to my hair. hair. And then we have someone with so much hair. And then we have someone with a big hair. Jesus. <laughs> I miss, I miss I all of that. I don't. She care. goes. We've got someone with no hair. We've got someone with short hair, long hair, and fake hair. Okay, but here's the thing, podcast. Like, the that is the way I talk when I'm like activated with these three people. Like, there is no one else in the world who I can just pop off like this, and it's addicting. It's addictive. Oh, I love it. it I fucking love it. It's like a positive feedback cycle. Like, yes. we're just all so playing bad. into each other's shit it constantly. So fucking bad. love it. I'm really into it. I'm really into I'm, it. I'm really, I'm really into it, it too. Hold on. Real quick, real quick. Did we talk about this earlier on? What? Fucking Tara's praising us, but she full ass got a scholarship with her best friend who also has the same fucking name. Oh. And yes, they've got sir. an insane recital that they're putting on together. So if you want to talk multifaceted, you better include yourself, baby. Explain the recital. I don't want to. I'm done with it. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I'm over it. But Freaky. I am like literally the only reason that I'm actually like happy about it is like okay, yeah, I want obviously I want to perform. I'm having like a lot of difficulties with like rationalizing music school and like just in general. I'm having like a little bit of just like a comp like my like I think that I've kind of been engaging in a lot of radical politics and that's been like fueling a lot of things with um 
my like own artistry and stuff, which I think is really good. But at the same time, like some of my professors have low key been like, you need to be careful. Are you serious? Like, like I've gotten low key threats from people like at BU, like about like doing like about your social activism. Just yeah, like I I was high key very surprised. I like by some of the comments that I've gotten from like faculty and stuff, and I'm just like. Unfortunately, though, classical music is very white. Like it's super by white. Definition. And, like, like there's no reason that I should have like gotten as far as I have this far in my life. Like because I'm from a very poor community. Like there was no reason for me to have ever been like exposed to this. So it's like now I'm like, well, there. This must be like one of the reasons. So, anyways, yeah. That's disgusting. Because the minute that like that activism is popularized, they're gonna jump on that shit. I honestly don't know, like, I don't, cause, like, oh, the thing is, like, so many of these people are just so fucking old as well, and unfortunately, like, age does, like, play a factor, like, there are some people that are just not willing to, like, amend and change the way that the things have been done, but, you know, like, I think that it's, the reason that I'm, like, so fine with it is because I feel like my generation, like, my peers and stuff are all on the wave, like, they're, they're wanting to change the way that classical music is. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing, awesome. and I feel like that that's the that's like the the basis of the realization that I'm finding out to be everything is that like we are at the age let me tell you quarantine has taught me that like I am currently at an age where like doing something super fucking counts and matters and is like starting to be really formative for like people younger than me and like having conversations with like my sister and my cousins and like any of my younger anything in my family has been like they are listening to what I'm saying and I'm no longer 18 and don't know anything about politics or the way of the world. You know what I mean? Like it's starting to affect us and people that we know and love. And like, we're starting to have like opinions and voices and like, that's been really cool. Just saying. Okay. Should we lighten things up and do our POC fact? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Let's bring that shit back, baby. Okay. Who's going to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So, it's not really a fact, more like a recommendation for, like... I, I love to learn about history and current events and a lot of stuff through, like, consuming, like, fictional media. And then, like, once I get really interested in something, I'll, like, start doing research of my own. Like so, historical fiction. Yeah, like historical fiction kind of shows. And I'm watching this new show on HBO. It's currently running. I think only, like, the sixth episode is out right now. So you can catch up and then watch weekly. It's called Lovecraft Country. So fucking good. I recommend everyone to watch it. It is about... This man, he's a black man, he lives in Jim Crow America, and basically his dad goes missing, so he has to come home and, like, go with his uncle to search for his dad, and then he gets caught up in some shit with, like, magic and, like, weird stuff happening. That's all I want to say. I totally didn't fucking expect it. I thought it was going to be a historical drama about Jim Crow South that ended up being fucking crazy. It's like, I describe it as a combination of Stranger Things and Get Out, and I love it because I think sometimes when it comes to, like, um like those type of like movies and shows and stuff sometimes showing too much graphic content can be like traumatic for people black people specifically um and i think this show does a really good job of like illustrating the things that black people went through during that time and like making it so obvious how horrible it was without making it traumatic for the audience you know so i highly recommend it everyone go check it out the actor is if anyone has watched the last black man in san francisco he's one of the main actors it's a really good show fucking love it me and taylor were live tweeting the last episode that shit was fucking weird oh my god really 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 interesting about episode about um race and privilege because 
can, it's it's a little bit of a spoiler, yes. but I just want to like yes. dip a little. I want to tell Brenda a little bit because I'm not sure mm-hmm. she'll watch it. But although you, sh- but Brenda, you have to watch it. I'm Wait, dead. Brenda, we can watch it together at some point. Okay. But the last episode was this, um, like, the sister of one of the main characters. Her name is Ruby. And she go in the, like... Skip ahead if you don't want to hear the spoiler. Skip ahead, exactly. She ends up sleeping with, like, this white guy. And she wakes up the next morning and she's white. And she goes outside and she's, like, freaking out. And she has, like, this altercation with, like, this little black kid. And then the police pull up and they're like, ma'am, like, is he harming you? And she's like, what? No, I didn't... No, he didn't do anything. She was so... She didn't know what to do because she was just like, I've never experienced, like, people caring about me before. And then she goes back to the guy's place and she's like, so her her body starts, like, freaking out and shit. And it looks like her body is starting to, like... It looks like it's about to explode. Like, her body looks like it's going to explode. And it's just like she undergoes metamorphosis, and she he used a potion on her to show her, like, you, you can use this and get where you want in the world, and it was a potion to make her white. It was such a crazy episode. That mm-hmm. sounds crazy. It was yeah. insane. It's, just, it's insane. Amazing we need to show. watch this it's show. It's super cool. I would love to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I've heard such but, good yeah. things. Yeah. Wow. Wow, thank you so much for that. Who's next? Okay, mine's a little more faster, but... um, So basically, as we all know, that African-Americans are... (laughs) African-Americans, black people are 13% of the, like, population. However, since people who, like, you know, get convicted with a felony are not able to vote, that means that an estimated 5.3 million out of the 13 million of us literally can't vote. So we have to reach into every marginalized, like, community of people of color and, like, force them to the polls because our representation's already not enough. And so we kind of need... We, we we need we need we need brothers and sisters to come everyone out. go and, like, vote. It's kind of annoying. Register to vote. With the whole UPS scandal. R I P R B G. Fuck. Fuck. R-I-P. Can you imagine that it's not fair? She didn't R-I-P. get to like retire because she just had the whole world on her shoulders. Yeah. Like, you can make. It's not. Fair. I feel like you can make a lot of criticisms about her, yeah. which is like, which are true, yeah. but. Bottom line is that she was one of two Democrats on the Supreme Court. There's only three POC. Two of them are conservative. One of them is a Democrat. It is so important to vote, you guys. November 3rd, go register to vote. Make sure you go to the polls that day. Register for absentee ballots. Like, also, I just want to say, too, on on the topic of RBG and rest in peace and... And wow, like what a what a heartbreaking week. This like it continues to this life continues to be heartbreaking in so many ways. But it's important yes. too because I know that there are a lot of important conversations to be had about why is this one particular politician being mourned so much. And I just like it's important to have the conversation as well of the of the the systems which like this upholds as well and like. There are a lot of flaws with um, some of the politics that RBG has, like, played. And she has been playing the game within this system that is... A game. Like, ...corrupt. And so, pe- it is a game. It's corrupt. It's it's a whole thing. And, like, 
I have been educating myself too about like what those implications mean and that doesn't mean that like it takes away anything of the successes that she had and the meaning that she has for a lot of people's lives it's just I also really urge our listeners to consider the the other aspects of like well what were the what were the drawbacks of of like this system and like being a supreme court justice and what does that mean and like what policies are enacted how many people should we be mourning at the end of the day too you know um yes and do not also don't don't say rest in power for a white woman i've seen that a lot and like yeah that's not like what the intention is meant to be she had a lot of power in life um but like it is it just is another heartbreaking and like really terrifying thing to be like okay well now our system is even more fucked than it already was and it has been fucked Mm -hmm. since the beginning word word snaps Mm -hmm. to that um tara do you want to go next poc yes next so next next poc (laughs) so my POC fact is i wanted to draw attention this is kind of like i think a recommendation and something that i want to propose to you guys as well i want to do like a reading list Mm -hmm. for our for pithy pod yes i love that Um, so i wanted to just highlight um so Black Lives Matter, that phrase, that organization, that term has been um, just celebrated its seven year anniversary. And um, the foundation put out this really cool article that I read um, called Seven Years of Growth. And I'll, we can link it in the Instagram or something for Pussy Pod. But um, so the founders of the the movement were Alicia Garza, Opal Tometi and Patrice Colors Khan. Um, and the reason that I wanted to bring them up was because obviously they, they just recently in the past couple weeks celebrated the seven year anniversary. Um, but also I just read Patrice Colors Khan, um, memoir, which I want to plug. Um, one of the best books I've read, just point blank. It's called yes. When They Call You a Terrorist. <laughs> yes. Tara um, was telling me about how amazing this book is. But yeah, I just wanted to highlight that and think about like the, the implications of this Black Lives Matter um term having seven years of growth and so the if you look up the actual foundation blacklivesmatter.com then there are a lot of things you can read about and like further your activism further your voice further your involvement in these matters that can extend past just political allyship and stuff and actually work towards more things of like community care and like that will actually go towards helping systems like the police be abolished um which is something that's really important and something that i've been thinking about a lot um yeah these three women were really crazy like amazing figures and i so admire them and i'm really glad that i learned about them the past six months like um and you know i am glad that i've learned about them but they've been doing this work for much longer than that their whole lives so yeah that should be the first book on the reading list for sure yeah that's amazing um so i've actually got two uh like movies that i want to talk about the first one being cuties or i've heard that came out on netflix um and also mulan so the first movie i think is just so have you seen disgusting to watch yes it's very upsetting and i watched it because i have a younger sister that 
I think like this message about younger kids being hypersexualized could appeal to people that have younger siblings or like even parents that have younger kids in this age with like social media and shit being exposed to that and like watching the effect of what could happen could be a very interesting topic if it were like a documentary or something this is an actual film using 12 year old actresses and many shots of their body parts like of them twerking of their chests of their crotch vulgarly dancing and the movie is rated tv mature so these actresses can't even go to see their own movie that they are being and it is on netflix anyone can see that no matter the rating there's the fucking pedophiles like are you kidding me And there's also a huge conversation to be had about how Islamophobic the movie is. It is such a French person. It's like a like a very. I imagine it to be a very European perspective on like Muslims in France, essentially, because. Wait, cuties? Um, it's it's French. It's a French film. Yeah, it's a French film. I didn't even know that. And the the family is Senegalese. Um. And the daughter is, like, starting to stray from her religion or whatever, right? She's, like, realizing... They're presenting Muslim uh, Islam as, like, very ugly, essentially. as like, very constrictive, very, like, one way, which is totally, like, very narrowed view of what Islam is. And also very interesting because the director is a woman. She's black. Wait, and wait. She the, what? is Muslim. Yes. Yes. Dude. They literally had a child Muslim? psychologist on set because they didn't want to traumatize their actor. I want to like look up because now I'm. Uh, I I uh, assume uh, the director was a male what? because why would? No, 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 no. She thought that she was because then now I'm. She like, thought that she was playing into like a hypersexuality that could be explored, but it was just like so incredibly done wrong. Like the movie Precious is about um, a younger girl. My computer's at two percent, by the way. Is about um, a yo- this younger girl um, and all the experiences and domestic abuse that she undergoes. But she is played by a t- by a much yeah. older actress. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that makes yeah. sense if you're gonna represent, right. which happens all the fucking time you always see 25 year olds playing high schoolers right so do not stand that movie if you are nori and i actually sat here and we watched the movie together because it was we did not want to watch it by ourselves and it was very difficult to watch and brian was actually right here at his computer and he wasn't paying attention which we were like thank god like if any straight man watched that movie you would be so upset because you just it's disgusting um i i so I do not watch that under, movie. Because, like, working in film and TV, I know how many rounds of, like, things you need to go for to get something even greenlit and then produced and then into production and then in post. Like, there are so many rounds. Why didn't anyone say anything? That's what I'm... Like, what? Yeah, like... I think the front of the fact that the director was from, like, a marginalized minority, if you think about it, it gets... Like, it can get passed off as butter, like... Like, oh, like, oh, if she's saying oh, it, because it's her like, whole narration was supposed to be, like... It's like that, it's that, it's like that, um, Spike Lee movie, what is it called? Where, like, there's this, I forget what it's called, if anyone knows, please hit the links, I really don't know, but it's like, there's a guy, a black man, who's working for, like, an agency making a film and stuff, and he doesn't like the agency, so he tries to, like, do something radically racist to get, like, fired, but then the agency, like, 
loves it and it's basically a minstrel show and he's like this is so fucked up but then the agency is like yeah do it because like you're black so then it's acceptable right that's insane that's crazy it's weird it's weird it's like the completely wrong fucking version of positive reinforcement if anything um okay and then the uh, mulan okay is again horrible horrible movie there's a whole conversation that can be had about i think live action disney remakes because i think they take away yeah. from them but like there's just so many more problems which with makes Mulan aside from the cinematography so and the fact that they removed mushu they removed shang they completely changed basically the entire fucking storyline yeah what they filmed it right next to those Muslim um, concentration camps in China. No way. Right yeah. next to it. It's How like boycott That's the fucking. There are film. so many more it's problems horrible. with that too. All around. I watched it before I realized that it was filmed where it was That's filmed, disgusting. and when I found out, I was even more upset that yeah. I had seen it. It was not a good movie, and it has. It's just so tone It's also, obviously, this is not even as big as what Taylor just said, but another aspect of the film that's not great is that, like, it's very performative. Like, there were no people of color in the crew. It was just the cast, so it's, like, that's not the point of trying to put more people of color on and off screen. Like, you're really not getting it. You're just kind of, like, using it. Performative diversity. Yeah, like, you're just using it to make money and, like, Mm -hmm. make disney seem like they're very open and inclusive but you're not doing anything behind the scenes that is really detrimental to the industry so detrimental to the industry oh my god i'm like disney why do you keep filming this shit right yeah like what was like what what is going on behind the scenes where they're like oh yeah for sure this is a great idea like what is what is what stupidity i just don't understand absolutely upsetting it's your take. It's not Idiot. it. I don't well, like it. You, Taylor, thank you for yeah. sharing that with us. Absolutely. I, like, I remember that the only thing I heard about or seen about cuties or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. Was for, on your story, and so like I did like a little in, like little Instagram search after that, but like did not yeah, know the scope of it. I didn't know it. that. Holy, Holy shit. shit! Like and as like having, I mean, Taylor and I have talked about this a lot with like our sip. We have both have younger sisters, but like my little sister is fourteen years old, and I've seen the implications of like you know, hypersexualization and, like, media and stuff that have, like, affected her. And it's always so heartbreaking, like, you know. It's like very just, upsetting because it's so yeah. different than what I feel like we went through because yeah. I yeah. I feel like social yeah. media hit us when high school. Yeah. I remember, you know like, I mean? in middle school, someone brought up having a Facebook, and I literally remember being like, why would I have a Facebook, like... And we weren't trying to be Never. baddies. We had no idea what the fuck a baddie was because that's what not we, we were friends yeah. with. That's not what we were seeing. And like now yeah. Dude, they was, are. There, my sister on the was. One Direction grind. I, my sister was six years old when she like had an iPad like, in that's her hands crazy. for the first time, and Weird. that's Literally. fucking. I didn't have an iPhone. Literally. I think till like maybe like tenth grade or something like that. Like late, late. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. 15 same, or 16. And I think it makes sense yeah. in hindsight. Can you imagine how much shit we used to give our parents for not giving us technology and how technology in a way is literally the antagonist of social reform or just human yeah. Yeah. That's a whole conversation. It's not making our lives too. better. There's and a the documentary whole... on Netflix that came out called The Social Dilemma. I saw a preview for it. And... Oh, I only saw the preview and it's high key really creepy. I need to watch it. You should check it out. I'm kind of scared. I I recommend you checking it out. It's not, 
I feel like there's parts of it that are like super performative and like very dramatic that. and that's because that. like they don't want to use like too much STEM jargon or like engineering jargon because they I don't know, they're trying to make it like I understandable to a massive audience, um, but they no. do that by like using hyperboles and like it's uh. a little too much, but some of the statistics are crazy and like are true. Like there was this one that was so upsetting that was like um no problem. It was like girls ages 12 to 14, the rate of increase in like girls that are hospitalized due to self-harm has increased like 140% since 2008 and it's almost like the same statistics for suicides for girls in middle school. My uh it, it's that much of an increase. Dude, yes. And it's like 70% for girls in high school. I am grateful for all of my beautiful friends. I love your friends. I find myself literally doing the cross before bed, like praying, not like that I don't have a phone call that someone I know is dead. Like, I am like, it's not paranoia per se, but I'm so aware that every day is so different. I'm terrified of ever, like, someone telling me that someone I know died. Like, I can't. Like, I cannot oh my god tell people you love them every single day yeah hug people tighter and cherish them they're not here forever you need to give love as much as you can because people leave in a second sometimes wow this was like yeah what This was like an episode. Um, I promise we'll be back with happier Um, content. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Tuning in to our depression episode. (laughs) I'm dead. It's not depressing, guys. We just had to give you guys a transition of our last summer outcry, and now we're all about pumpkin spice lattes. We're gonna talk about candles, sweaters, and fireplaces. Christian girl oh my god wait can i just tell everyone can y'all i work at a restaurant stay home please coronavirus is still happening like just please like i am so concerned about the way that coronavirus is continuing because i'm genuinely very afraid Mm. that there's gonna be another spike so everyone stay the fuck home there are gonna be another spikes oh my god did you see that fucking insane party at fsu no ridiculous what? it was like a huge like it probably was 500 people oh my like god. darting ridiculous oh my god i yeah. hope they all <laughs> anyways so please um register to vote stay home and um advocate for black and lives the pussy and, and see you pussy next pussy. week and oh yes yeah, so we're we're gonna be back so, on a regular release schedule but we're releasing on fridays now instead of mondays yes love you guys so much have a good rest of your week bye Bye. stay well peace and love